The budget and this book are about the third form. With far more precision than 30-second sound bites or campaign stump speeches, the president's budget and alternatives crafted by the opposition in Congress reflect contrasting visions for the size of government in America and the role it plays in the economy. How strong and generous a safety net should government provide to the poor? How much should taxpayers invest in medical research? How hard should government lean against market forces that are widening the gap between winners and losers in the economy? How much should spending be cut to rein in the deficit? And how much should taxes be raised, if at all? Anyone in Washington who is serious about trying to steer the government to the right or to the left understands the power and import of decisions on taxes and spending embodied in the budget. Among them are Jack Lew and Paul Ryan, both steeped in fiscal details big and small. The two illustrate the competing visions for government and the use of the budget as an important, perhaps the only important, way to achieve them. As director of the White House Office of Management and Budget, Lew, 56, put the finishing touches on Obama's February plan just as the president named him White House Chief of Staff. Ryan, 42, a Republican congressman from Wisconsin and the chairman of the House Budget Committee, promptly criticized the Obama budget, broken promises, failed leadership, and a diminished future, he said, and set to work on an alternative. Jacob Jack Lew got his start in politics in 1968 at age 12 as a volunteer for anti-Vietnam War presidential candidate Eugene McCarthy. Lew has never run for office, but he has been at the elbow of influential Democrats from the late House Speaker Tip O'Neill and New York Congresswoman Bella Abzug to Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and President Obama. An Orthodox Jew who avoids working on Friday nights and Saturdays except when duty calls, Lew is truly convinced of the government's power to do good. When he took over the budget office, he replaced the portrait of Alexander Hamilton that had been hung by his predecessor, Peter Orzag, with paintings of his native New York City done by artists working for the government's Works Progress Administration in the 1930s. Lou is tall and lanky, his thick black hair just beginning to gray, and his oval, wire-rimmed glasses exactly what one would expect of a budget wonk. But Lou, who also was budget director for Bill Clinton, is the sort of wonk who can say sincerely, I have a soft spot for Medicaid the government health insurance program for the poor, funded jointly by state and federal governments, because it's the thing that's easy for the political system to mischaracterize. For the most part, it's a lot of people who don't have insurance, who are poor. Slashing it would mean we'd be in a world where the most vulnerable were getting sicker and sicker and ultimately showing up in the hospital. Jack Lew believes in government. The budget is a means to that end. The purpose of power is to get things done, he once said. Budgets aren't books of numbers. They're a tapestry, the fabric of what we believe. The numbers tell a story, a self-portrait of what we are as a country. Paul Ryan is wiry, intense, energetic, and just as sincere as Lou in the opposite direction. His quest? To limit the size of government, including spending less on Medicaid and almost everything else. His weapon of choice? The budget. 
In 2007, he vaulted over more senior congressmen to become the ranking Republican on the House Budget Committee, which is charged with crafting an annual budget blueprint for Congress. He became chairman in 2011 when Republicans took control of the House. Like Jack Lew, Ryan came to politics young as a college intern with the foreign policy advisor to Senator Robert Caston from his home state of Wisconsin. Later, he worked for a think tank organized by influential conservative Republicans Jack Kemp and Bill Bennett, and for Sam Brownback, then a Republican senator from Kansas. Eleven days after turning 28, Ryan announced he was running for Congress from southeastern Wisconsin and ended up with 57.2% of the vote in 1998, a stunning margin in a district that, as Ryan notes frequently, went for Democrats Bill Clinton, Al Gore, and Barack Obama. He has won even bigger majorities ever since.